When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. The driver's seat. The driver's seat. It's McLaren and Ricardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Start the celebrations for McLaren. The driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. And welcome to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia. Uh, I'm going to pe- put a slight peek behind the curtain here. When <laughs> I'm first, glad you're going to throw him under the bus here. Because first off, we, we've got uh, we've got Aaron Noonan, the V8 sleuth, as our feature interview. Thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask a mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. But when I've got him queued up on hold, ready to go, and <laughs> I go, as our intro is playing, I hear Matthew McKeldin go and say, Steve. Steve, and I ask, where's Steve? And the answer is, he's in the kitchen. (laughs) It doesn't fill me with a lot of confidence. And I'm not sure that we're on air, so I don't want to scream out at the top of my lungs, Oi, get in here, Steve, the show's starting. So if you you could see on camera, folks, I'm here windmilling my arms to try and get Steve's (laughs) attention to run on in here. Anyway. I was only bringing you in the Bundy Bundy Ginger Beer. You did. Fantastic sponsors of SEN Bundaberg Ginger Beer. (laughs) Thank you. And he uh, was bringing me in a freshly chilled bottle of Bundaberg for our show. (laughs) Well, well, it is great to see uh, a quick peek behind the curtain before we get to our feature interview. You know him as the doyen of all things V8 supercars and Australian touring cars history. He's got one of the most extensive back catalogues of this great sport and and has done every Holden Racing Team fan a favour that might have missed out on an initial run of a stellar book that was put out in 2017. But please welcome back to the driver's seat, the one and only V8 sleuth himself, Aaron Noonan. Oh, gentlemen, gentlemen. What have you done to this show since I was last on? I remember when this was a serious motorsport insightful analysis program now it's stevie's hanging out in the kitchen matt's waving like a crazy man and nims is trying to control both of you guys so what is going on we've turned it more towards the our real passion uh, that's food food <laughs> and M- mk matt and steve not mkr my kitchen matt and steve here, live, on, on air. We did used to be a very serious show, uh, mate, and then we saw what our ratings were and we went, stuff this, we better get a little bit more uh, more entertaining colourful? and colourful <laughs> <laughs> rather than just talk about motorsport. However, having said that, we are both still cardigans when it comes to this sort of stuff and your stock of books and information and photos yeah. and videos, mate, we absolutely love it. And you've, you've, as Nimsy said, you've done something with the HRT, the Holden Racing Team. 
Yeah, I think it's a case of old school's cool is kind of the uh, mm. the, the line of, of late. But yeah, yeah as, as, and thanks for having me on, guys. It's been a little while since we've done this, so good to catch up and, and have a chat. But um, yeah, we, we've, we've been publishing books that, for the last couple of years, and about five years ago, we did a book documenting all the Holden Racing Team cars. But you know what? Stuff keeps happening with them. People sell them. They restore them. They... Uh, bring them back to how they raced back with Craig Lowndes or Peter Brock or Mark Scaife or Garth Tander or any of the stars from over the years. So it never Steve sits Johnson. still. So we've put together a, uh, well, yeah, well, <laughs> I think Johnson gets a run in this one somehow. I think it's the uh, wrong colour and the wrong badge, but um, yes. uh, did get a run in our Perkins book from his little interlude with a privateer yeah. Commodore some years oh, ago. Exactly, um, I did. And that was a Perkins book yeah, car, wasn't yeah. it? It was. It was the Elk Air Conditioning mm. Privateer Commodore. Um, yeah, so we've we've just released a second edition of this book, which is you know, an updated version, lots of updated text with where these cars are now, and some of the private collectors have purchased some of these cars. They're going for big biscuits, huge dollars. Mm. I think there's a few people who've decided to put their um, superannuation funds into race cars rather than cash. So um, <laughs> there's plenty of that stuff going on. There's plenty of new photos. It's a, it's a cool thing, and it's, it's out now. It's a limited number. It's only 3,000 copies, so... Um, I'm sure they're the perfect uh, Father's Day or Christmas idea to, to snap up or, yeah, just treat yourself anyway. Why not? Well, it, and you're right. It does focus uh, on that old or the uh, we, we call the, the golden era, don't we, Matthew? We do. Um, when or, men were men and race cars so, were actually racing <laughs> and race drivers could say what they wanted without fear of being fined. Yes, exactly. But, uh, mate, obviously being a Holden book and obviously a HRT book, you're focused – it and and when it's gone from backing from Clayton uh, down there to and it moved to Triple Eight, I think it was back in 2017, wasn't it? It it, it did have the HRT name that that sort of came with it, but it, it didn't really have the that heart and soul, <laughs> is it? Yeah, it was just I don't know with the Brock and the Scaife, Flounsey Murph and the GT era. So this book really focuses on that in the lead up through to the end of 2016. That's right, Stevie, it does. And a lot of people have asked, why haven't we included the Red Bull Holden Racing team cars that followed mm. on? Well, I mean, quite frankly, I mean, as you guys will know, and a lot of your listeners, and a lot of your listeners will be hardcore, long-term HRT slash Walkinshaw fans. So to them, when that banner was moved, it kind of was the banner and the team were the same thing. And when you took away the banner, the team was still the same, although it had to be rebranded. Um so a lot of those people spent all their time barracking for their team against AAA. So it'd be like saying, oh, well, the, the sponsor from Geelong's going to Collingwood. I'm going to go and support Collingwood. Well, hell no. No way. I'm not supporting Collingwood. <laughs> it's that kind of scenario. So uh, uh, there's very much... Uh, and now this is the interesting part with Walkinshaw and Dreddy United breaking that GM tie, finishing up the end of the year and off to join the Blue Oval next year. So we saw, I, I reckon they're... Their supporters stuck fat with their team, even though the banner changed at the end of 16 and it went to Triple Eight. The Walkinshaw fans that were HRT fans stuck with them. Now the question is, do they stick with them into the new era or is the fact that there's no lion to support anymore enough to make people decide, you know what, I'm a Walkinshaw fan. I'm going to go with them. I'm going to go with Chas Mostert and I'm supporting the team and they just so happen to race a Mustang. A bit like people supported Peter Brock back in the day mm. and they kind of overlooked and went, oh, all right, he's driving a Sierra, but you know what? Everybody else is. So 
uh, we or love BMW Brockies, or, or whatever else, you know. Yeah, yeah BMW, following, exactly they? right, exactly right. So yeah, with totally. this book, and Triple H's got its own audience too, so mm. that's that's the scenario. And we're going to do a book on them next year, 20th anniversary well, for that team. And that kind of leads me into this. I mean, with, with this sort of focusing up to 2016, is there likely, as you go past that, as we now come into 2022 and into 23 with New Gen, is there likely just to be a, I don't know, what do you call it in literary, literary, literary terms? Do you call it a new book? Do you call it a, a, a third or fourth, you know, a, a another sequel. chapter, a sequel? Are you going to cover those cars? An epilogue. But I, I, that's I'm the word I'm looking that for. It took three goes to say. I, 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 I thought <laughs> literary was mentioned three times there, but I was slightly concerned that that's where we it's were going. The Bundaberg ginger uh, beer, mate. Is, so, this, is this alcoholic <laughs> ginger beer, or uh... <laughs> too, too much time in the kitchen? Too much time <laughs> in the kitchen. Uh, yeah, I think uh, the great thing is actually some of these Holden Racing Team cars from when that team finished with Walkinshaws at sixteen, they carried on. They they raced with the Walkinshaw team in the following years and. Um, so they're covered in the book with their, their full full histories through. So we've sort of got this gap where we've got the Walkinshaw cars of the Commodores that weren't HRT, um, but they're sort of floating. So somewhere, somehow, I'm sure we'll cast the net across those and put them in a, a combination book somewhere down the line so as they're not forgotten about. But they're, they're part of the, the team's history over the journey too. And that's what we're really big on with what we've been doing for the best part of you know, 10 odd years with V8 Sleuth. We're all about the history of the sport and, and connecting it to the contemporary. So it's great to talk about the good old days and how great it was back in the day. But it's also about celebrating the now because we don't just live in the past and sit there watching old races every night. We're, mm-hmm. we're connected to the sport as it is currently. It's very different to how it was 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years ago. So it's mm-hmm. putting that bridge between the two things that what we're focused to do with you know, the books and the website and the podcast and all the stuff that we've done, which we've had, I've got to say, amazing support from fans over the years on um, what we do, how we do it. And we sort of like to do things that are a bit different to what everybody else is doing with a little sleuth slant on them as well. So uh, it's great that, you know, a lot of your listeners will have followed us over the years of of what we've been up to. And uh, don't worry, there's plenty more stuff to come because stuff's getting older all the time. So there's always going to be something for us to do. And we all know that the sleuth Aaron Noonan has got the biggest vault in the country. <laughs> He's got the biggest vault of motorsport. Well, he does everything, and I reckon in the country. There's a few things that Aaron Noonan knows around me, and may have even witnessed over the years at after parties that just better stay in that vault. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> got a very big lock on it, Matthew. Don't you worry. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Noons. Hey, Noons. Uh, last year we spoke to Cedo Glenn Seaton, and you teamed up with him to release his, uh, obviously, racing history book, his official racing history book. Um, you know, one more thing that you guys are doing, Will Dale, well, like, will Will Dale be working on this book with uh, Jim Richards? Um, you know, because obviously that's coming out towards the end of the year, and, and how's it been going with, with Jim? I've got to tell you, Stevie, it's a really interesting one that you ask. So, as you said, uh, you know, your old teammate, you'd spent a year mm-hmm. driving with Glenn a couple of years back. Um I twisted his arm a few years ago and said, mate, you've got to do a book. People love, you know, your story of where you've been and what you've done. And it took a while to convince him to do it. And we, we got it done a couple of years ago. And, and he actually said at the end of it that he really enjoyed the process. He really enjoyed sitting back and stopping and taking stock of what he's achieved. You know, two Australian touring car championships and a bunch of Bathurst podiums and poles and touring car championship race wins and Sandown 500s and, you know, all this stuff, running his own race team. And I think for, for me as a publisher and as a media guy, it's great that we can do these projects with guys who I grew up watching on TV and I've you know, 
been so fortunate enough to to work within a bunch of different media roles and but the thing that I got the most out of it, and the, the same's happening with Jim, the book that we're working on with Jim Richards this year. Mm-hmm. Glenn came to us at the end of it and said, I really enjoyed doing this. It meant a lot to me because, you know, for something that it took us a while to get him to convince him to do, there's some people who are, you know, he's not a blow his own trumpet kind of guy, nor is yeah. Jim Richards. They're very similar in that regard. So when we're doing a book, which is very much blowing your trumpet in a way, um, Glenn just got so much out of it. He, he really enjoyed the process and really grew to love the project. And, and that's what's going on with, with Jim at the moment as we're putting that book together because it took a fair bit of arm twisting and his family, his daughter, his grandkids, Steve, his son, um, Faye, his wife's involved. Um, it, it's been a big process. But now that it's rolling, and of course, Jim Richards, there's you know seriously about 100 years of motor racing history to try to wrap into 400 pages. Uh, he's really enjoying the process and, and really getting a lot out of it. And for me, I think that's the the coolest thing. Like, it's great that we're putting these pieces of history together for fans to enjoy. But probably the biggest kick that sort of gets me really excited about it is the impact it's having on these guys who are legends of our sport, who've got something that then puts in one spot, here's your body of work, and they're really proud of it and really thrilled to... It's kind of that old the journey is the reward. There's the, there's the end thing. There's the book. There it is. There's all the pictures. There's the words. That's great. But it's the journey of putting it together and thinking of all the memories and some of the stuff that they've not thought about for a very long time. That's the thing that I really get the biggest kick out of. It's very cool. Noons, the thing that all, when you mentioned how, you know, you had to kind of like, how Cedar was a bit like, oh, I don't know if I should do a book. I love how you, when we spoke to you last before, um, uh, Neil Crompton's book, uh, Best Seat in the House, and you can get that at the V8 Sleuth uh, Superstore as we speak. But um, I love how hey, Crompo, of all people, are like, oh, I don't know if people want to hear my story. It's like, Neil, are you serious? <laughs> of course we want to hear your story. <laughs> I, I have done more arm twisting in the last 10 years on books with some of these guys. Uh, I've twisted their arms around and around, and he was one of them too. It took me 10 years, and we finally got there uh, last year, and they did a reprint on it. And he keeps saying... Oh, yeah, it'll be selling by the kilo before you know it. But, you know, <laughs> uh, we did a great night up at the, the Bathurst Museum this year at the 12 hour, and there were plenty of fans who could quote the book back to me. They've read it 10 times over, which was which was really great. And he got a lot out of it, and it came at a really difficult time. Obviously, he, he had his cancer diagnosis right in the middle of doing this mm-hmm. book. So when, when you're sitting there probing your life, of your motorsport life and your broader life, and then your life, you know, the big question of life comes into play when you find out that you're crook. It's it's a lot to take in. It's a lot to process. And it was at a very difficult time that we, we were working on that book. So um, I know he's really proud of it. And again, that he's glad that we twisted his arm to do it. Yeah. Um, he's talking about when are we doing the next one? So, you know, yeah. it's it's a bit of a dangerous thing when you start these books because you can never stop them and shut them down now. We've, <laughs> we've got them up and rolling. It's, it's going to be hard to slow them down. It, I know, and like oh, that was good that you said that because something that I did want to ask you is, you know, you get the guys like you've you've done one with my old man, and you're doing one with Jr. now and Cedo Crompton. A lot of the guys that have that were that I idolised as a kid, um, and they're all you know Larry. They're all very standoffish. No, no one will want to hear that. You know, my dad's still the same now. He still doesn't believe and understand why people still want his autograph. You know, so. Um, when and, and you go from that era to this year and now, do you find that this year is a bit different in the way that, yeah, you, let's talk about me and we'll, we'll do 400 pages on me and, and trying to invite it in rather than, you know, the old school way, whereas it's, you know, I, you know, I'm not really involved in promoting myself. I just 
why would anyone want to hear my story sort of thing? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of a, um, those guys are a product of their era, Stevie, and you and I are similar vintage. Uh, you are slightly older than me, but not very much, but we're in the same line of our of our era. So We're a hybrid yeah, they're, they're era because we're halfway in between yeah, we are. We're in the middle. that yeah, we are. and, and social true. media, and I think that's probably got a big impact on what I'm talking about. Oh, mate, I spend VHS, DVD, and streaming, so I know exactly what you're all about there. I know Vita, exactly yes. what you mean. Beta Max. Beta, well, I'm not quite that old. Steady on, steady on. Pass the beta. I haven't got one of those. Jeepers. That's, uh, that's definitely a little bit before my time. But, uh, yeah, you're right. And, and, and that's the, sort of the, the product of the era of those guys. And, you know, there wasn't the level of exposure that there is now. You know, I remember as a kid, you had to sit up, well, my dad wouldn't let me sit up. He's probably listening to this right now on the SEN app, by the way. So he's in Ballarat. He would never let me sit up Sunday night to watch the <laughs> touring cars at 10.30 on Channel 7. I had to, he had to tape it, and I had to watch it after school the next day. So we've come a long way, haven't we? Where, you know, this weekend, Townsville, we're going to have live coverage on Fox and KO and 7 and X amount of hours and all the racing and all the practice and all the qualifying. I mean, we've, we've, we've got so much of it now compared to back then. So... It's clearly everyone's a different product of their era and the drivers and the topics of today. They'll get old one day and we'll we'll write about them. But now there's there's not much that's not left seen or known because there's so much coverage and socials. You can follow your favourite driver or team or or whatever response, whatever it might be. So it's pretty hard to miss a trick at the moment with the way of the world compared to, say, you know, the 80s and 90s when, when I was growing up. Uh, mate, very quickly, you've been uh, you've been on with us for a little while. Just before we let you go, for those of us who still require big letters and big words and big pictures in our books, um, or on you, your phone screen, or on my phone screen, yes, thank you. <laughs> I am the oldest of the four people talking here, by the way. Um, you do a podcast, the V Eight Sleuth Podcast, which for mine is just one of the top sport. Uh, podcasts, not just motorsport, but sport podcasts. You recently did one with Nathan Pretty. Um, what a legend of a bloke. If, you, if, if you're listening and you haven't had a listen to the V8 podcast, jump onto Nathan Pretty. Um, understated guy, but in amongst us that are around the pits, literally one of the funniest blokes you'll ever meet and one of the greatest guys. I wasn't surprised to hear some of his stories. I also wasn't surprised to hear why he never probably went full-time. Um, because he said in the in the podcast, and you, you really must go and have a listen. He always held back at just a few tenths to make sure that he brought the car home in uh, in one piece. So, mate, uh, congratulations on that interview because it's really easy interviewing the big people because there's so much. But when you get to someone like Nathan Pretty, who hasn't necessarily been in the spotlight for too long, it can't be as easy. But it was a great chat. Yeah, thanks, mate. I love talking to the people who I've got to know in motorsport over the years and you're right they're not the big names you know and and you know it's great to chat to the dick johnson and the larry perkinses and the mark scapes and and those guys that the broader public will know but then nathan pretty i mean it, it's a great story and yeah appreciate it if anyone goes and has a listen the v8 Sleuth podcast is available on all good podcasting <laughs> networks of course like all the sen podcasts as well including Absolutely. the driver's seat there you go joint plug Indeed. um <laughs> Thank you. but the, the great thing with with nate is that um, he's been there and done so many things over the journey, but he was driving cabs in Wodonga, a Ford, by the way, uh, at the same time that he got this call-up to join the Holden Racing Team as an endurance driver, which was 
just you know, and then everything that goes from there. He he wins the Bathurst 24-hour race for Hull, and he he's driving for them in the endurance races at Bathurst every year. As you said before, he never went full time in V8 supercars. He prepped his own cars. He raced on the Thunderdome at Calder, and he's just a great fun bloke mm. who's achieved a lot over racing, but doesn't have that big name. So it's it's telling those stories and getting the uh, the inside download with some of those guys who. You know, you probably don't hear in other places or see much of who've drifted off away from the sport a little bit because there's always a good story or three to be had, and, and he's definitely one of those one of those great characters of of Aussie motorsport for sure. I think Matt McKeldin could have taken uh, a bit of advice from Nathan Pretty and just backed off a couple of tents and bought the car oh, home. You are <laughs> seriously. <laughs> oh, stop <laughs> that. Oh, that is what is, is this a weekly is. gag you guys do? Is this weekly? Is this weekly? Uh, well, at the moment, until how's, we get how's the, the rebuild fixed. of the car going, Matty? How's the rebuild? Um, well, mate, I'm going to hand it over to Steve Johnson yeah. on that answer because he's actually he and Jet and Ben uh, Ben Leeds are actually doing all the hard work. So, yeah. Steve Johnson, how's my yeah, rebuild it's coming going along? Going very well, <laughs> it is at the moment. It's uh, it won't be too far before it's on track. So it's um yeah, it's it's coming along nicely, and mm. you may see that little well, it's not so little that mm. number. <laughs> well, we can't even say what number it's going to be. It's going to be different. Not yet, yeah. Kubota car on the track before the end of the year with one M McKeldin behind the wheel. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, well, yeah, we'll see what we're going to do. We're we're currently talking to upper senior management uh, in the McKeldin household about whether I, I'm allowed to go racing again next year uh, noons, but we'll see how we go. But it won't be in transit. How are those if I contract do negotiations develop? Uh, look, they're going pretty good. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, they're, yeah, that's, they're that's actually a, that's going pretty good. That's a team principle you don't want to annoy there, uh, Matthew. No, goodness, no. No, no, no. Like, you think Gary Jacobson got the Tijuana brass pretty hard from uh, Premier. You should see what will happen if I mess up in this one, <laughs> mate. Yeah. So, yeah, mate, I don't know. Look, we, we haven't made a decision on what we're going to do for next year, but we're still working through things. I'd like to be back on next year, probably in TA2, but we'll see how we go. We're keeping our fingers crossed on that one. Um, uh, Noons, look, we've, we've taken up uh, far too much of your time, but uh, uh, make sure you do jump on board the V8 Sleuth website. There's a ton of good stuff. Also, I should take a quick mention to mention um, the fine work that uh, Andrew Van Leeuwen and Stefan Bartolomeus do every single week on the Castrol Motorsport podcast because uh, it was uh, it must be very, and we know this for a fact too, doing the driver's seat, that when there's breaking news that happens and you just, you know, we, we do our show on a Wednesday, and then all of a sudden, big stories happen on a Thursday. It's not convenient. So with the whole super dra- uh, license <laughs> driver last night, I could just imagine you boys hit and record, stop, done, and go, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> there was a bit of that going on. There was a bit of, let's just stop, let's make some calls, and then pick it up again and uh, get it out there a little bit later in the piece. But yeah, it's the nature of breaking news, isn't it? Whenever you you set a plan to record something, something happens right before or right after you, you're going to do it. It's the nature of the beast, isn't it? So yeah. um, that's life. That's yeah. life, isn't it? But hey, looking forward to Townsville this weekend too. So um, looking forward to seeing what unfolds with the, the supercars up there as well. Mm. So yeah, there's always a bit of news cooking behind the scenes as well. And we're going to get some cars on a racetrack this weekend. And um, yeah, let's see if anybody can give Mr. Van Gisberg a run for their money. I can't see anyone outside Triple Eight Tickford or... DJR winning, because here's a little tidbit for you before I go. The last 24 races in a row in Townsville since 2014 have been won by those three teams. No one else has won up there. So let's see if someone can break their stranglehold this weekend. Well, I don't mean to be mean or rude, but if Tickford could... But you will be. I will be, because I don't really care. Uh, But if, if Tickford could find some consistency, that'd be fantastic, because... 
consistency has left the building when it comes to that squad. And if they're going to win something this weekend, it would be nice to see them have a – they had a good round, I think, up in Darwin. Did they have a good round in Darwin? Yeah, they did. Uh, yeah, Cam, Cam won a race. Cam, Cam won a race. It'd be nice to see if they can back that up um, in uh, Townsville because I, I, I hear what you're saying yeah, about Triple I agree with you, mate. Tickford yeah. and yeah. DJR, but I, Tickford is not one of the teams that I would have put in there about giving Van Gisbergen a consistent run. No, but they, they did win in Townsville last year with Cam Waters. But they then did. again, Triple Eight has won a bazillion races there with Wink Up and Van Gisbergen yeah. over the journey too. So... It's very much a, a triple eight track, and and DJR hasn't won there as DJR. They were DJR team Penske, remember that mm. Scotty McLaughlin era. So the cars look the same, but it's a little bit of a different setup now. But that's the beauty of all this stuff, guys. We just don't know what we're going to get. We know James Golding's coming back, which is great, the subway mm. car. Um, and I picked up a little scary tonight that um, Lee Holdsworth, who I'm pretty sure you had on your show last week, mm. he's got an engineering change this weekend because his regular engineer's got COVID just before the trip to Townsville. So David Couchy, the team principal, is going to take back the whole uh, race engineer headset thing that he used to do at Triple Eight. And he's mm. going to be on the headset for Lee this weekend. So that's a, a bit of a shuffle. Be and there's a been a, a, very good a big issue today, sub, I think. It? with <laughs> Yeah, it's a good sub to be able to pull it out. But uh, I think there was an issue with, a, with flights out at Melbourne Airport today for a bunch of teams and drivers and Super yep. 2 competitors who were bounced to a flight tomorrow morning that was initially going to be with two stopovers getting people into Townsville at the end of tomorrow night or even on Friday, which would have been a disaster. So it's my understanding that there's actually been a, because there's been so many dramas with flights and uh, airlines and cancellations and delays, that they've put on a direct flight in the morning to get those people up there from here in Melbourne, in my part of the world. So, um, yeah, always a little bit of a drama here, there and everywhere, but it's just a a little bit of an added bonus for... uh, teams with their logistics planning to try to make sure that they get to North Queensland for the weekend. Oh, jeez. Uh, we just need a little bit more spice to, to add to an already interesting season. But uh, at noons, you've been incredibly generous with your time, mate, uh, especially on, on an evening like tonight, which is very, very cold. So uh, we thank you for sitting by the phone and have a yarn with us. Remember, you can get the Holden Racing Team, the cars, the complete history from 1989 to 2016. The second edition is available now from the V8 Sleuth Superstore. Plus, you can even pre-order Gentleman Jim, the official racing history of Jim Richards as well at the V8 Sleuth website. And make sure you take advantage of all the great offers that are on there. I know I am. I can tell you right now, Noons, that cart is very, very busy. Uh, <laughs> but you're going to need a pretty heavy Australia Post mailbag to send it through to my joint. I can tell you that. Just, just go and rattle that lock once again. If you wouldn't mind, Noons, you're on that vault just before you go. That'd be great. Just make sure. Yes, that's... yes, yes. It's, uh, Thank you. Uh, I'll pop another padlock on there, fine, sir. Yeah, all good. good. Yeah, keep that nice and shut down. Uh, but thanks a lot, Noons. We appreciate your time, mate. My pleasure. Good stuff, boys. Uh, Aaron Noonan, the V8 Sleuth, our feature interview. Thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask your mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. Uh, boys, you want to get to some of these texts? Uh, I do. Just quickly, though, I just wanted to say, um, you know what I love about Noons' work? He's the only one who does this sort of work. And it, right now, we probably don't necessarily pay as much attention as we should. But in about 50 years, his work and his documentation of our sport mm. will be unheralded. It'll be absolutely sensational. So it'll be it, it'll be fantastic. Uh, righto, text messages. We will get to some text messages because I am actually copying half a belting on the text messages. But just quickly, hey, boys, I must say congrats to Aaron Seaton picking up co-driver's seat with Jack LeBrock, the first third-generation driver to race at the mountain. Now, Maddie and I had a bit of a corn flap about this this week, which we did, actually, Greg from Upper Coomera. Um, about the leftover driver's seats to be announced. Six left, we think. 
uh, I see that Anderson, the wild card, has stated that they have openly or they are openly targeting a household name. Steve Johnson. Possibly maybe even Grant Denyer, uh, even though apparently Anderson hasn't qualified for a super licence, which he has not. I blame all this stuff on Stevie Johnson. He started this thing and mm. people are just doing it everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. He started this bushfire. So who we picked for the remaining seats, Greg, we're going to get to that a little later on in the show. Yeah, we certainly are. Get your texts coming through. 0433 98 11 16 is the number. You're listening to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Back with more right after this. This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia. Thanks to everyone for jumping on board the text line. 0433 98 11 16 is our number. And just a reminder, you can rev up your smartphone with the driver's seat app. It is available in the app store. Uh, we'll keep your text coming through. 0433 98 11 16. Uh, let's talk about the biggest news that we got in the past 24 hours. Uh, James Golding, he will be the man joining Premier Racing. Uh, they confirmed it. It was one of those weird, not weird, I guess, but it was like first team 18 put out their statement. I was just like, oh, just, just letting you know. Mm. Um, Bieber's not going to be part of our team next year. We wish him all the best. And the next thing you know, uh, Premier Racing snapped there him up, mate. which was all, yep. which was all good. Mm. And he will be in the, uh, the Gary Jacobson subway car. Subway <laughs> um, yes, he is. And I, and I think deserves it, Nimsy. Like, you know, he was... He was with GRM a couple of years ago, probably a bit of a victim of that program when it closed down. Um, so he's been he's been very loyal to GRM, like working in working in S five thousand, doing a bit of driving there, working on the cars, doing that sort of stuff. Stevie J, but was very good in Formula Ford. Um, then went into Super Two, then up into the main game, and we probably haven't seen the best of him. I actually think this will be really interesting because I'm still not a hundred percent sold that those cars are as good as they could be or the engineering strengths as good as it can be. But he's not going to drive it, Stevie J, to the first practice session at Townsville. What a great place to just drive the car for the first time. <laughs> I think he'll be fine. You know, like he'll, he'll get back into the swing of things pretty quickly. He hasn't been out of a car anyway. He's been yeah. racing uh, year on year uh, and he's been co-driving uh, at the end of each year. So I think that, you know, he's going to get into the saddle pretty quickly and, and, you know, get into the groove. He's, ra- he's obviously raced at, at uh, Townsville quite a few times. So for me, it's not going to be an issue of him getting back into it. It's more so just seeing what he's like um, in that team and with the resources they've got. They've got Jeff Slater on board now. So they're starting, That's to, a good thing. They're starting to bolster their mm. engineering group, which is great. But he needs to be, uh, you know, and I don't know whether this is – uh, James's forte or not, we'll, we'll soon see. But he needs to be a bit of a leader in that team. He needs to help them lift. He needs to help them develop because that's what they need. They need guys that can be... From an engineering from standpoint? From an engineering standpoint and a yep. directional standpoint in yep. the car and the setup and, and so forth. So he needs to be more of just a... He can't just be a spacer, a spacer between the seat and the steering wheel. He's got to help develop that car and understand uh, the right direction to take those cars um, to get the most out of them. One thing I think we'd all agree with, um, he's not a he's not a thrower, a, a spanner thrower. He's not a prima donna. He's just a knockabout country bloke. That if he biffs it, he's the kind of guy that will jump out of the race suit if he can, jump in the overalls and start get on the it. tools. Yeah, maybe that's what they need, particularly after 
again, some of the feedback we had about Gary is that, that one of the reasons it didn't work in there was an attitudinal issue. So maybe nothing with, for the with, old Garrity. <laughs> with with Jimmy coming in, um, that kind of attitude, particularly also with their drag racing background, they've got this, you know, they're, they're mechanical guys. They just want to get on the tools, all that kind of stuff. This could be a better cultural fit for them too, Stevie. Yeah, it could be. Uh, and, and a lot of that. For them and him. Yeah, and a lot of that stuff that we, that you just spoke about regarding Gary is sort of, it's secondhand. We've heard, you know. That's yeah, nothing not, that's confirmed. That's just that rumour and scuttlebutt. Exactly. Because so, we know Gary and he's a ripper bloke. Yeah. And works hard. Yeah. But just didn't seem culturally to fit there. No. And, you know, th- th- there needs to be someone in there that uh, that can help change that, you know. And, you know, maybe one result will be good enough for that, you know what I mean? So it's going to be, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen this weekend at Townsville. It's going to take them until the end of the year to get yep. that uh, team and that car, you know, on song, so to speak, um, at least on song enough to be knocking on the door of the top 10 regularly. And that's that's no mean feat to be able to do that. So if they can get up to the back end of the top 10 or close to that top 10, yeah. I think that's a, that's where their goal should be. It shouldn't be any higher than that. The, the thing too with this is they, he, he kind of, he's got a very good scenario to step into. I know it sounds really stupid, but... He can do no wrong at the moment. I mean, if he gets the car further up the grid for the, the back half of uh, the remaining rounds, great work, Beebs. If he doesn't, it's it's just kind of like, well, look, he's given it his best crack, but stick around, mate. You've got a great attitude. We'll give it a red-hot crack with these brand-new cars that everyone's on an even playing field. Yep. So so for, for James Golding, like, no offense to Team 18, but this was the, very much the smartest choice because, and like I said, I say this with all full respect, there wasn't a great chance that he was going to win Bathurst this year, was there? No, no, you're right. But but make no mistake, we're only halfway through the season. If if Bieber doesn't, um, Jimmy Golding, Bieber's his nickname, mm-hmm. if Jimmy doesn't drag that thing consistently Even just into the what, top 20. Yeah, know? he's got to be better than what Gary was. In the teens. And he's got to be showing more potential. And as Stevie J said, more feedback and, and, and um, be a better cultural fit. Absolutely. This could be his way back into supercars with Premier next year. This would have to be a an audition for next year as well. I'd imagine that's what Pete Zibris would be looking for. He, he wants someone who's going to continue on yep. into next year. So, it's, look, it's a wonderful opportunity for him, Nimsy. Yep. Um, and it's, of course, opened up an opportunity now at Team 18 because who's going to fill that seat that he was going to be driving, I think, was with Scott Pye or was it Mark Winterbottom? Uh, uh, he was with Scotty Pye. He was Scotty Pye with Pizza. So I wonder who now is going to be filling in for... For him at um, at Team 18. A couple of names around. Well, firstly, of course, you'd have to think Gary Jacobson. Mm. <laughs> well, Direct and, swap. And you know what? There, there's some pretty credentialed sort of drivers here. We've got a little list. We've compiled a little list here on the on the uh, driver's seat. Like, as you mentioned, you Gary have. Jacobson. Mm. Uh, he, he has been a full-timer and on the grid since 2019. Uh, 2016 Super 2 champion. So the guy does know how to drive. He probably just hasn't been in the best machinery. I mean, he's, his debut was with Kelly Racing. In the yeah. Altima, which was, as Michael Caruso says, like driving a fridge with wheels. Um, <laughs> I still love that. Uh, and and then he bounced around to Matt Stone Racing, and then to Team Sydney, and then to um, to uh, Premier Racing, Premier. obviously. Yep. So there's there's plenty going on there for for Gary Jackson. There's a big upside. You have got guys like Alex Prema, who hasn't also been in a seat Ooh, so for a while. He hasn't featured much. In discussions this year, I think early on there was potentially 
that opportunity still at um, uh, at Tickford, but that obviously got knocked on the head. But so he's talk about him has gone pretty quiet, Stevie J. Yeah, I, I mean, I just can't see him. He may do, but I can't see him coming back out. I think now he hasn't been back since 2019. Yeah, plus I he's think. already won a Bathurst too. Yeah, he's won a Bathurst, but uh, would you really want to come back in a not upfront running car? Uh, not upfront running car. <laughs> I love talking about Team 18 with you. <laughs> uh, what are, Luke, to be fair, they've had a few kicks in the proverbial lately, haven't they? You know, with all this and obviously losing Jimmy Golding, but yeah. with what they've had this year with the crashes Certainly and, and trying so to fix forth. the thing. Absolutely. It's been a wall magnet, yeah, unfortunately. So it hasn't been ideal for them. Luca Yildon, another name. Which we he would be a very good fit. He would be a great fit. I I thought he was in the frame at Premier as well, but I think I've had some text messages this afternoon that would probably say that he is not in the seat uh, at Premier. So Luke Yulden would be great, a good steady hand, mm. fast, uh, good feedback, mm-hmm. previous winner. So yeah, and and Levy, Lap, he's got he's got seat fitness because he's doing Cup Car. So what about he'd Levy? Be pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, no. Nah. See you, mate. <laughs> Don't that ain't so. happening. No. And I, and I love I love the faith that you've put in the little angry bald gnome here in Dean Canto. <laughs> He's on the list, but I don't think you'll see Stinky Canto. Nah, and Rick Kelly's on the list too, but I think that he's... No, nah, he's done it. He's, he's having too much fun with Lexi's little fella in go-karts now yes. and, and just chilling out on the farm and playing with all of his gazillion toys. So if I'm going to put my hard earned, if I'm going to put a $5 bet on, of the list that you've given us there, Nimsy boy, I reckon either Gary Jacobson or Luke Yulden mm. are your top tips. I might actually see if I can get Luke, you know, do whatever I can for Luke to get the seat. Okay. Because I know what Luke could you do? quite well. I know Luke quite well. You could well. talk to Team 18, would you? You'd ring up yeah, Charlie yeah. and say, hey, well, Charlie. Well, <laughs> well, well, Steve well, Johnson does the business. Exactly right. <laughs> it's your old mate, Steve Johnson. And you know why? Because you, if, you remember, number, if you remember rightly back to uh, to Newcastle when we spoke to Lee Holdsworth uh, after, his last, uh, after his last race with Team 18. Yeah, no, he actually said uh, he said he wouldn't have mind turning right and putting it into the harbour. Well, maybe I could get Lukey to do the same. Thing. I'll tell you, that oh, co- one of those Commodores at Team 18 <laughs> is just absolutely cursed because it seems to be, uh, mm. as you mentioned, Matty. It's a wall magnet. An absolute wall magnet there. But mm. look, hey, text in. Who do you think will uh, yeah. fill in that seat? 0488 98 11 16 is the number. Keep your text messages coming in. Oh, it's Frank. It's Frank. <laughs> Frank, our Frank. friend Frank from Fakatani. Uh, there you go. Jump on board. Where's he from, Nimsy? Uh, Fakatani in New Zealand. Oh. Yes. Okay. I think that's the pronunciation. Uh, 0433 98 11 16 is the number. You're listening to The Driver's Seat. We do it as always. Thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia. We'll do a quick little preview of Townsville. That's next. Mm. This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter. Shaping and building Australia together. You can always tell when it gets a little bit later into the evening because uh, we, we get a it's bit getting more... getting earlier, actually. It is. <laughs> it's getting earlier. <laughs> it's not even in the nines yet. <laughs> well, I do, I, do need to, I do need to point out, like, you know, this is like our... We, we always like to see uh, an episode of The Driver's Set, like our weekly catch-up with, with our mates to talk a bit of motorsport, and, and we very much include you guys on the uh, text line as well to be a part of the program with us. So this is our weekly catch-up, and we love having you here too. However, for us... 
we do need to remember that. Oh wait, we got to we got to actually <laughs> we gotta keep going. You got to keep going. So <laughs> such is the fun of talking motorsport with three of your mates and. 150,000 other people around exactly. the nation we just, that we speak to every week. You just kind of get a little bit lost in our chats. <laughs> but thank God they don't go to air because that'll be the last time you hear any of us <laughs> yeah. on air if it actually <laughs> made it to air. Should we do some text, Nimsy? What oh, do you reckon? I reckon we certainly should. Let's get amongst it. <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. Um, I actually just looked at my phone when you did that too to see. I thought that, was, that might have been me. Um, I'm and let's be, let, let full full disclosure, folks. I'm copying an absolute belting on you the show. You are this copying evening. a belting. Uh, so after our discussion with Aaron Noonan about the fix of my car coming up, I've had uh, someone here. Who would this be? Michael, uh, was it? Uh, well, this is right down the bottom, right at the start, number three four two. Hey boys, uh, Aaron Noonan also sells cars. Yes, which he does. Um, he could sell Matt's car in parts. Oh, McKeldin, we've lost the left rear wheel. There you go. There's a part you can buy. Um, We've had a text message from a good friend of ours, Barry from Blackburn. Uh, You can read that one out. Have you got that one there, Stevie J? Barry from Blackburn. (laughs) Where's where's Barry from Blackburn? He's. uh, I'm I'm trying. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm scanning. You can read it, Nimsy. I'll read this one. You read it. Did you know that Maddie is turning fifty on Saturday? The old. Hmm. That's hmm. not nice, Barry. <laughs> 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 don't, don't you say it. Weak. Do not say Weak. it. Don't anyway, cut me yes. off, mate. <laughs> no. So, hey, Barry from Blackburn, go stick it up your jumper. I'm 49. Oh, are you uh, not fitty? I'm not fitty. If sure? I were fitty, mate. Are you I'm being a John Bow here? Having... <laughs> I'm not 73. Uh, having been through brain surgery a couple of years ago, I'm happy to take any birthday that I get. And if it were my 50th, which we may celebrate next year on the show, I'm happy to raise the bat and kiss the cap for 50. I'm going to ring but Mrs. But I'm not Mac. 50. I'm going to ring Mrs. Mac and ask. You can do that. I'll do that. Ninth of the seventh, 73. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, yeah. There you go. So, anyway, turning 50. Uh, what now, else we got? Where are we? Oh, Michael's got one here. Speaking about Matt's car again after speaking to the suit. Do you pay Steve in cheeseburgers or cash to fix your car, Matt? Or Steve doing it as a freebie? Oh, man. I, 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 in, once upon a time there, Michael, I would have done it for cheeseburgers for sure. But, no, it's uh, it's it's cash because in my bank account, Nimsy, what do you reckon's in my bank account? Uh. That's not the one. (laughs) That's not the one. It's the opposite of that. There's no cash here. Here, there's no cash. All right? Cash, no. Robbo? No cash. No cash. Sorry, Nimsy, I put you on the spot. No, there. no, that's all right. I, <laughs> because, I... because I know that well, Maddie's entire thing with the rebuild is uh, is down to this. I pay cash now. <laughs> 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 Let me ask you this, Stephen Johnson. As you did walk in the studio tonight with the aforementioned cheeseburger, what does a cheeseburger at Macca's cost? Uh, was it was it four dollars? Four dollars? Four dollars? I think no, it couldn't have been. Isn't that it? Can't I don't know. Be right. Tap and pay. I don't even oh. look. Oh. See, he's got that much money, folks. He doesn't even yeah. look. He just goes, yeah, put it on the card. Oh, I just so stole. I'm going to pick a number at say three bucks. I just stole the money out of the kids' recycle fund. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'm going to say that they're about three dollars. So I'm going to go. If I had to pay Steve Johnson to fix my car in cheeseburgers. I would need nearly 23,500 cheeseburgers <laughs> to be able to make up what it's going to cost to get that done anyway. So, no, I pay him in cold, hard cash. $3.75. $3.75, there you go. Uh, Mark in Adelaide, which teams are racing Camaros next year? Ooh, well, good question, Mark. Mark what do they Adelaide? think this is, S-E-N-S-A? We do. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you. 
at this stage, as far as we are aware, it'll be Brad Jones, Matt Stone Racing, Team 18, Premier, we suspect, because they buy their cars from Triple Eight, who will be another one, and Erebus. I heard a very interesting rumour today. Yeah, good. Should like I wait? The, no. We, we like the rumour mill. We don't do the off-track stuff much okay. anymore because that got ruined by the rest of the news I don't agencies. Know, I don't know how true it is, because, but rumours are rumours. Yeah. I heard that all of the Triple Eight cars yep. that, that they are currently racing, plus I think all or 90% of their engines and a lot of their equipment mm-hmm. are owned by Peter Zibras. Mm. Hang on. The current cars. But why would Pete buy all of that? I don't know. Because they're going to be different cars next year. That's what I heard. And it's been that way for not a long time, but but not just recent. That's what I'm hearing. Interesting. Mm. Can you keep... I'll keep get to the bottom of that. Keep digging. I'll keep digging. And see what we come with. Because that's... um, Could be all baloney. No baloney, Tony. But that's what I heard today. (laughs) Well, there you go. Okay, well, that's a good one. I, I had uh, I had no idea about that. Um, Big G's text in and he said, hey, gents, good evening. How good is it to have someone like Aaron Noonan involved in the sport? Big G, 100%. He is, yep. he is sensational. He's found a ripper niche. He's, uh, he loves being able to collect all of everything about our sport. Mm. Um, he's made it into a business. He's very, very good at it. And, um, uh, yeah, I think... I think, as I say, in 50 years' time, we'll see how valuable that stuff is. The funny is. thing is with Noons, though, even for one of us that, that have known him for a long time, he's because he's got that much information, he's not one of those guys that if you or I bring him up, Maddie, and need help with something, he'll yep. just freely do it. Absolutely. Won't be any, it won't be too hard for him. He's not one of those guys that, yeah, I'll do it for you, yep. and then I'll send you an invoice. Yep. You know, yep. He's just a genuinely good guy. Yeah, no, he is a good guy. Um, and just following up to Big G's text message there, he also said, it's. Uh, I know it's most likely won't happen, but I'd like to see Nathan Hearn get a chance. If not, Owen Kelly. Well, we know OK is not going to get a run because he doesn't really want to anymore, Owen Kelly. Um, Nathan Hearn, yet to be seen. Mm. Got to get out. He's got to get out of Trans Am. He's got to get out. He's got to start running around in Super 2 or go overseas. Mm. I'd like to see him go overseas because I think he'd go all right in America. So even do maybe a Trans Am in America and get noticed over there Absolutely. and then go from that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lee... I've got a, uh, I've got a few kilos. Matt says he's got a few kilos. One of us could fill the seat at Team 18. Stevie J is too skinny now to fill any seat. Oh, thank you, oh, Lee. You're being suck Lee. up. <laughs> Don't know about that. Lee's my my, Lee's my bestie. Mate. Yeah, my bestie. But, hey, okay. Before we get to the break, um, what about this one from Robin Brisbane? You hinted at a sponsor for the Adelaide 500 could be announced a while back, Maddie. Mm. Any further news on who it could be? Now the event has been locked in. Rob, I'm going to file that under the I need to follow up before next week's show that I won't be here for. Uh, <laughs> well, well, Rob, next, I'll check. Well, I'll next, check. I'll, I'll make the text message to the uh, people I know in and around Adelaide and see what they will give me. Well, we've got a we've got a bit of time because uh, um, to do that because uh, we've got Origin next week, so we're going to be benched uh, for a little bit. So oh, oh, Lee, I heard it on the a... driver's seat, so it must be true. Well, of course, Lee. Yes. No, 100%. Uh, well, that's good that we've got that, Nimsy, because as I said, I won't be here. I'm going down to Tasmania for the week with Mrs. Mac and the and the little Max. Uh, so I'll be in Tail and Ben, but we'll be, it'll be it'll be as Nims and Steve special. Yeah. And speaking of Hobart, Tommy from Hobart, who we haven't seen 
Forever. He says, how about Speedy Thixton? How he hasn't got a drive or a gig this year is beyond oh, me. Poor old David. He cops, <laughs> David a, he cops a hiding, doesn't he, poor old David? He was racing around when no, I was a feels. kid. Yes, he was. You know? In a white, just a, some kind of uh, it falcon. A, it was an AU falcon. What kind of falcon was it? It's an AU falcon! <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Sorry, Matty. I'm, I... I ballsed up your gag yeah, there, didn't yeah, I? Yeah. <laughs> I gave you a flick pass and you just watched it sail on by. Straight through to the keeper. Well, that's just have some balls and do it yourself. Yep. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Barry. <laughs> um, uh, we'll take I've it. got some more news on that too. Oh, Speaking about oh, Barry mate, Ryan, I'll, I'll bring that up later. I'm going to hand the off-track stuff over to you. It's yeah, I'll bring that up later. Brilliant, do that. All right, we'll get into that in just a moment here on the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia together. Get your texts coming in. 0433 98 11 16 is the number. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. This is the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Get your texts coming in. 0433981116. We'll, we'll be talking IndyCar and we will be talking Formula One in just a moment. Mm. Uh, but let's Big talk. accident in Formula One. Yeah. Holy cow. But uh, well, let's talk a bit of wildcard news and just general Bathurst news that's making the traps. Yes, uh, a couple of... Uh, <laughs> a couple of... Uh, um, Additions and subtractions. Uh, Matt Charter will be making a Bathurst debut. Now, this is one that's a long time coming because he was meant to... Oh, uh, we're on to segment four. We're on to segment four, right? Yeah, we'll go to segment four. Yeah, right yeah. Right. Yeah. Thanks I was a bit confused there. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> You could hear paper rustling in the background, there, folks. It's because oh. we're both looking at the Where same thing we? going, hang on a second, we're on Wildcats? <laughs> right, right. Sorry right. about that, guys. Well, you guys, <laughs> yeah. look, you all know what's going to happen at Townsville. We talked about that uh, at length with, uh, with Noons yeah. as well. But, um, yeah, look, Matt Charter will be making a Bathurst debut. This is a long time coming. He was meant to do it in 2017 with Lucas Dumbrell Motorsport, uh, but was uh, denied a super license. So uh, Yes. And they're going to be fielding a Walkinshaw mm. Commodore as well. They will. And uh, long-time competitor in Super 2 is Matt. Uh, his father, Armin Charter, also raced, I don't know if in Supercar, I think it was more... Production car, Stevie J? I think it was. I don't think it was supercars. Yeah, no. But, uh, look, Matt's, Matt's gotten better and better and better after his nine years or something in Super 2. He's sort of up in the top three or four now in the mm-hmm. championship. I think he's fourth, isn't he? Finished fourth, fourth something yep. like that. Yeah, he's spot on. Um, so, I, look, as I have always said, I don't, I don't really care who runs it as long as we have as many competitors in the race as possible. Yep. So... And they do it as a family team too. They, they haven't do. got a no. a DJ. I think it's an XDJR car or a Tickford yeah, the, car Tickford they car. drive. Tickford, XDJ, I think. Tickford car. Maybe. Um, but either way, it's a hmm. um, yeah, it's an FGX. So yeah. uh, and they run it on their own. You they know, do. There's no factory support, yeah. no support from big team. No, you know, they you're up against sponsors or you're up against Tickford and Triple Eight and all that to field the cars in there. So hmm. I think they do a good job. But yeah, the uh, the Matt Charter Motorsport team they'll be working through options of it. Who will share the drive? with Maddie and will soon announce their naming rights partner for the event. Speaking of uh, other super licenses, Michael Anderson in a rather very, very muddy mm. sort of uh, scenario here. Motorsport Australia mm. has confirmed that private Michael Anderson does not currently have a super license. So he won't be able to compete in the 2022 edition of the Bathurst 1000, but the entry can, he just can't. Yes. It's, it's, oh, look, it's, a oh, bit it's sad. Yeah. Well, I think it's sad because he's, He's obviously taken a big bite, grabbed the car. That's going to cost him some Charlie Ash. Mm-hmm. He's trying to fulfill a dream. Um, 
He's been in Super 3, but he hasn't been really in Super 2 and he hasn't won really anything, and so they've denied him the licence. Hard decision, but we know they've, they've, we've, we've seen this Super licence, which is, in my opinion, bulltish, but... Um, it's uh, total bullshit. Correct. Bullshit. Tim. All right, can't add much more to that. 100%, Tim. I, look, I, feel, I really feel for Michael Anderson on this. As I say, he's taken the bite and he's not going to be able to have the glory of, of driving the car. So I wouldn't be surprised if I see him withdraw, to be quite frank. Because mm. um, why wouldn't you? Well, that's his. That's what he was all about. You know, that yeah. was his. Unashamedly. Um, yeah. Unabash, I want to do the 1,000. Yep. He's a Bathurst boy. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously built his business in Bathurst and that was his. Yeah. Dream to to compete in Bathurst, and yep. yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm Harsh. sure everybody else has got the same sort of dream that would love to race in the great race, and I think that they should open up um, Bathurst with more, you know, entries of a one-off stature. I know it it could impact the championship, but I think that that would get it, get it back to being, you know, what it used to be, yep. Matty, um, yep. and and getting those getting those grids. I mean, there's no reason why we can't have a grid of Imagine a grid of 50 supercars, you know? Mate, it, we, 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 then we're back to the glory days yep. that we all harp on. Um, uh, so, yeah, I, it's a shame. One the, thing whole, I, the whole race is, I think, uh, made of what happens in the race, you know? Agreed. And and at the moment, there's been a lot of, you know, there's, it's been a lot of racing with very minimal incidents or safety cars or stoppages, which is which is great. I think that's what people want. But... But I like the fact that there can be stuff happening and there could be, you know, uh, lap cars get in the way. I mean, look at Speedway, you know, you know, they, they're, they're lapping cars and I'm sure obviously smaller, yeah. short tracks, you know, yeah. they're, they're lapping cars every 10 laps or so, you know, and that, and that changes the face and makes the race exciting. And I think that, I think, you know, a lot of people probably won't agree with me, but I think having 10 or 15 wild cards in there, um, Filling up the race, making it much more of a spectacle with with more machinery out there, yeah, more more issues. I, I think that that would be what we need. And purely agree. from a fan point of view too, it also gives back the it's the people's race kind of feel. Totally correct. Totally, which, which uh, I think has been severely missing. But look, uh, we, yeah. now as as I mentioned, um, like Anderson Motorsport is still allowed to compete in the race. Selling as both drivers meet the required super license criteria. So hopefully we will get to see that car on the grid because it would, like we said, it, we just would like to see more numbers. Uh, another yep. one too, um, this popped up uh, last at the start of the week. Aaron Seaton is confirmed for a Bathurst co-driver. Mm. The Seaton surname will return to the grid in mm. 2022. Matt Stone Racing confirmed that Aaron Seaton will co-drive alongside Jack LeBrock and it'll be the first time mm. that the championship will see a third generation, ra- a third generation racer take to the grid. Um, now, Seaton has been uh, contesting in the second tier Super 2 series. He's in the um, is it uh, it's the orange... Sharon's Rental. Sharon's Rental. That's the one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm fantastic. Good on him. We love we love third generations. We're hoping to see third generation Johnson step up at some stage too. Um, he's obviously getting his Super 2 car run through um, Matt Stone Vanessa, as well. Yep. It's kind of that natural progression that they like to do. They like to have Super 3, Super 2 up into the main game. That's what they're all about at Matt Stone Racing. So that leaves, of course, a, a seat beside Hazelwood. We'll have to wait and see who gets that. But, oh, look, I think it's a great thing. When Anytime you can have names like Seton or Johnson or Perkins or any of that sort of stuff in our sport, it's a good day. So well done to young Aaron. He's a great driver. 
quiet guy, a little bit quiet like his dad, um, but can drive. Obviously, he cleaned up in the Trans Am Series a couple of years ago. So congrats to him and all at MSR and they, NTI. I think that's a good get. Do you reckon they, uh, they're going to fit him a drink straw? <laughs> for him to chew on like his old man. That'll be very funny. That'll be very funny. So, yeah, that, that's a good get for them. Um, it may not necessarily in this stage be a performance get, but it's certainly a good PR kick. So that's good. Yeah, and it'll definitely get a bunch of attention on that car too. But it also mm. uh, provides a, a big question mark about who's going to go with uh, Toddy Hazelwood because Yeah, that, well, I would have thought Aaron, I mean, size-wise, would have been a better fit with... Uh, Yes. With Toddy. But, yep. Yep. you know, Jack's yep. quite tall. Oh, I guess Aaron's not short either. So, you know, it might still no, work. he's kind of average. He's not a tall guy. He's not a short guy. He's yep. just kind of an average sort he's of guy. He's a guy. So, he's a guy. <laughs> he, well, that sounded awfully um, Seinfeld, didn't it? He's a guy. He's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, Jerry. Uh, a couple more here before we head to the break. Uh, I don't see a point in trying to become an elitist category like Formula One by requiring a super license. Let him race, says Tommy, Tom. You're yeah. a buddy champion, mate. I totally agree. And also, totally. this one's from BC. Evening, gents. Haven't stopped watching the YouTube video from 1994, The Boys from the Bush. <laughs> Absolute classic. 100% should have been the lead tune for Retro Round. Missed opportunity. Thank yeah. you, BC. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, this one from Lee. Hey, Matt, you said Anderson is looking at targeting a household name. Could it be Johnson & Johnson? Ooh. I can tell you what, mate. If they're not going to give Anderson a super license, they're not going to give Jet Johnson one. Just yeah, exactly. So Jet I, like I reactions can... from Stevie J. <laughs> it won't be, and I, and I don't think it'll be Dick Johnson. No, the big Dick. I, I don't think so. I don't think it'll be Big Dick and Junior. Maybe next and I don't year. Think it'll no, be... What about next year? Could be Junior Junior next year. Maybe next year. Yeah. Imagine yeah. being sponsored by. Like a white car, Johnson and Johnson baby powder. <laughs> yeah. Or a clear car, Johnson and Johnson baby oil. Oh, you and baby oil. Ooh. You'd be slipping around everywhere. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, jeez. Suddenly, that, that Bundaberg uh, drink that I had a little bit here, it's just a little bit up in the stuff. Ooh. Oh. Keith oh, seems to have done himself a mischief. Absolutely. <laughs> oil and Stevie J. No good. Oh, disgust. It's the, um, it's the <laughs> you're listening to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. Back with more right after this. Is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. 0433981116 is our text line. Keep your text messages coming in. Thank you very much, Frank, in Fakatani. Thank you, Frankie. <laughs> Gotta love How it. How is the weather in Fakatani this uh, evening, I wonder? Brusque. Cold. Brusque. <laughs> brusque. <laughs> Frigid. <laughs> Frigid. Uh, but, yeah, let's get to some text messages. Stevie, you want to was... get to uh, the list? Oh, uh-huh. All right, here comes the text. Uh, into the text messages now. Uh, oh, it's my, my Michael said here, do a petition, guy, and have you guys on... You're better than entertainment than the NRL. Rugby league. Oh, thank, thank you, Michael. Better than rugby. <laughs> better than a rugby league. Yeah, that was. Hey, thanks, Michael. Thank Good you for that. For you. <laughs> Here's you. one. Is this from Peter? From Peter from Montebay. This one, I think. G'day, Stevie. Pete. G'day, Pete. Stevie, can you make sure Maddie's rebuild includes a big rubber Dodgem car style ring? <laughs> Peter oh, from Montebay. Oh, oh, oh. Into the wall for Matt McKeldin. Oh, imagine the <laughs> Dodgem fair, car Peter. ring there. <laughs> Because all that would do would make me get a higher and harder run-up and hit people and watch them clear the fence. <laughs> yes. That's what I'd do. 
Uh, one here from Joe as well. Hi, boys. I'm a big Daniel Ricciardo fan, but watching Ooh. Daniel in the McLaren this year has been painful. Hard. He's been embarrassing, and his performances are really bad. Do you think you should give it away this year, or he should give it away this year? Oh, I, mean, I don't think he should give it away, Joe. I just think there's... He is he is a lot better than what his results are showing, oh, totally. and and there's something going on in the background that's obviously not allowing him to perform at his full potential. Whether that's a psychological thing within the team and with Lando and with whatever, I don't know, Matty. But I, what do you think? Well, there is significant grey matter on my head, and I have been putting it to thought about this. Let's compare Lando and Dan. Dan has gone through four different teams mm-hmm. and four different Formula One cars that are philosophically different in every single way. So he has to try and adjust his driving style to each one of these cars. The Red Bull clearly suited his driving style the most, but then he had Max as a, as a teammate, which just wasn't working. Renault started to come good, but it took way too long. This one is not great. And his first one, which was it a Marussia? Did he make a debut in a Marussia? Uh, no. And then he went it, to Toro Rosso? No, no, no. It was uh, Paul Stoddart's team. The uh, Minardi? No, it wasn't a Minardi. No, Minardi were long gone before then. But we'll oh, look, sorry, sorry, we'll Darren Carpenter. Darren Ricardo. Weather. No, that was sorry, Weather. Yeah, sorry, no, but we'll yes. look it up. So he's gone through five different cars, uh, teams and cars, whereas Lando, the only Formula One car Lando's ever driven is a, is a current McLaren. McLaren. Mm-hmm. We know that Carlos Sainz slapped Ricardo on the back when the one was walking in the door and one was walking out saying, good luck, mate. These things are not easy to drive. So there's part of me that goes, Lando doesn't know any different. If you go and put Lando in another car that is fundamentally different, I think Lando would struggle. Yep. So I think one of the things that is not helping down at the moment is he is just going from car to car to car to car, and it, then it's not suiting his driving style. Now, do you think he should have stayed with that, Renault? Yes, he probably should have stayed with Renault, but mm-hmm. I don't – yeah, he probably should have stayed with Renault but because um, they're more consistent at the moment than what he's doing in McLaren. Mm. The caveat to all of that is, mate, you're the, one of the best drivers in the world. Adapt. Yeah. And if you can't, get out. Mm. Do you know mm. what I mean? It might be a simplistic view, but if you can't make that car work and you couldn't make the Renault work, you, you, you maybe your time's up, Dan, because mm. Lando's making the thing work and they're not fundamentally different cars. They're going to they're gonna have some differences, but they're not fundamentally different. Design different cars. The, yeah. the other thing that you also, that we've also sort of mentioned is too, and we might as well talk about the British Grand Prix while we're talking F1 too. Mm. Actually, while we're talking F1, let's do the proper intro. <laughs> you can't talk Formula One without playing this. <laughs> yeah, good, so it? good, isn't it? Um, but yeah, so something that is quite important to mention too, Matty, is like you talk about results and he's not even getting points. No. That's that's the no. real sort of telling sign, isn't it? Because he's nowhere. Even at Renault, when he was there and things yep. weren't going great, at least he was, you know, getting a tally of stuff. This is like, yeah, he's in no man's land. Exactly. Yeah, he's no. And he started in Hispania, thanks to text message ending in triple zero. Well done. Quite correct. He started with Hispania. Hispania that's right. At yeah. the British Grand Prix was his first. Who Grand were they Prix. owned by? Because it was it did change names again, oh, didn't it? Yeah, it was a team remember. and sort of got bought and yeah, bought and bought. Remember. Text the text number ending in triple uh, zero. You, you know what you're doing. Up, text yeah. us in. Give us the uh, history of the Hispania racing team and who it was before. I can't quite remember. We would um, love it to, if you could, actually. <laughs> yes. And put your name to triple zero, please. Put your name because we want to pay you the due credit, credit. for we your need knowledge credit to you. and your expertise in that area. Mm. Um, British Grand Prix. Wow. 
one of the best, one of the best in the last two or three years, mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, kicked off with a very concerning, very scary accident with, as you would call him, Joe Brand New. <laughs> <laughs> that's my name for him. Oh, Actually, that's Joe Benny. That's Benny Leeds, my uh, my main man at Team Johnson. For those playing that's at his home, name. It's Joe it's, Brand New. It's, that, it's Joe Guan Yu for those playing at home, the first Chinese Formula One driver. But we were as Joe as, Guan Yu. Joe Guan Yu, as we have with Roman Grosjean, now dubbed him Roman Gross Jeans, Gross Jeans. <laughs> which we'll talk about him a little bit too. Uh, from here on in, it shall be uh, Joe Brand New. Joe Brand New. But, and someone texted in about the Halo system. My goodness me. did If, you, if you're not convinced now that the Halo is a lifesaver, mm. you, that you, you're an idiot because well, without that, he was Gonski. And you look at some of that, not only just, and just what happened on the weekend at Silverstone, you had... What we saw in Formula One with Joe Brand New, all right, on the start. And you, you lost it before when I said that off air, didn't you? Because <laughs> <laughs> when, well, when he got out of the like car that, yeah. and yeah. he came out of the medical center, Joe Brand New. He was brand he, new. He was brand new. <laughs> Thanks to the Halo. Thanks to the Halo. <laughs> and uh, obviously that scary, scary Formula Two oh. crash. Did you oh, yeah. see that? Oh, one, Roy Nazani. Oh, and he would have had his head clean absolutely off. Absolutely would not have been around nope. if that Halo wasn't nope. there. So again, but then we look at um, obviously Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen last year. Yep. Right. Uh, he'd have a compressed he'd spine. He'd have a compressed spine. Mm-hmm. We look at uh, Lando Norris at at uh, Spa last year or the year before. Turn one when uh, I think it was Ricardo or someone actually came. Well, it was no, it was Ricardo. It was Alonso, Alonso come through come over the top. Over the top. Yep. So there's been many, a, and I think there's another one there that would have actually been uh, very distressful to yep. see if it wasn't for the halo. Yep. So I agree. as much as we were all uh, s canning it at the start and yep. hated it and the look of it and it was horrible and this and that. You know what? There's not a word about it now. And the only word about it now is thank, thank God goodness. it's yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I agree. It was very, uh, very distressing accident. Mm. Um, but a great. And some re- of the fans' views of it too oh, that you see oh, on Instagram yeah, and, and like they were recording it at, the, at that point. Yeah. It's just, um, you know, it's horrific when you see it, especially where the car ended up. Like you could not have physically picked a car up with a crane and placed it in a worse position no. for the driver. Yeah. Terrible. There's some still shots of him just locked in there. And, and, but yeah, it just scary. goes to show how good that safety cell is. How good was it to see Carlos, Carlos? win his first race? On pole, win his first race. So I love that, right? I love that Carlos won his first race. And me, I'm very happy. <laughs> when did he become Jeff Fennick? <laughs> Carlos Fennick. <laughs> what I loved even more was that Charles Leclerc, did you see the footage of Charles Leclerc being brought aside by uh, Bonotto, the team manager for Ferrari, and sticking the finger in his face? Was he? Yeah, he got a complete dressing down because he thought he was faster and they should have let Carlos go past, uh, him go past Carlos for the win. And he literally, I'll show you the footage. If you haven't seen it, jump online and just search Mattia Bonotto dresses down Charles Leclerc. It's uh, Charles walking away and uh, uh, Bonotto literally stops him on the shoulder and then gets in his face with the finger and in his chest to tell him, hey, you just <laughs> calm the farm there, champ. He probably didn't say that. I don't know how you say that in Italy, mm. in Italian, in Italian. Probably, probably a lot of our uh, hand The the farmer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> eh. Eh. <laughs> Bit of Valentino Rossi there. Eh, the bike. Um, so, yeah, that was fantastic. 
Uh, difficult, of course, for Verstappen, had the damaged floor, but it was a cracking race, particularly the last oh, three laps, I reckon. Absolute ball terror. Mm. Um, proper racing, over-unders, out-breaking, out-maneuvering. Brilliant. Can we keep it like that Formula One? That would be really good. And if you didn't know, at the back of the grid there in the green Aston Martin four-wheel drive medical car, uh, there's a touch of Aussie in there. Our mate, Carlos, Carlos Reindler. Oh, Carl yes. Reindler's been driving the medical car for Formula Un for the last couple of rounds. So long may that continue. Mm. Jeez, he's a good bloke. We saw him up in Darwin. He is just a ripper bloke. Mm. So uh, good to see him off representing Australia in Formula One, seeing as though Michael Massey got the Tijuana brass. Uh, so this is – where, where's our next uh, round after this? Where do we go from here? It's this weekend coming up, uh, and I will tell you very quickly, um, we are headed across the continent Austria. to Austria, the, to the Red, Red Bull, Bull Ring, Ring. Red Bull Ring. Which is always a great race mm. at the Red Bull Ring. A little short track, you know, yep. it's great. Yeah, yep. Hard sausage curbs. Again, lots of opportunities to throw it off the road there. The last two years, we've had back-to-backs, if you remember. I think one was the Austrian and one was something or other. I can't remember. Mm. Aus- Aus- I can't remember. Anyway. Uh, so, but only once this year, and it's always a belter of a race. So, tune in, folks. Actually, we just saw Tom just quickly chime in there on his on the text line. Gross jeans wouldn't have been able to call Rossi a complete idiot at the weekend if we didn't, we didn't have, have the, the halo. Uh, that was the fourth one that I, I can't believe I, I forgot about. Of course. Uh, gross jeans. Gross jeans in barbecue, yeah. Bahrain or Abu Dhabi. I think uh, it was. Bahrain it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was, that's, probably, that's probably the most significant one for me. Yeah, I mean, I they're all significant, but that one there. Oh, oh yeah, it was scary. Mm. Yeah. Scary, scary, but a great Formula One Grand Prix except for Dan Criardo, uh, it's not good. Mm. We've, had a, we've had a text come in about, what about Scotty? Winner, winner. Yes, we will talk yes. about yeah, we're getting we're to talk that. about we that. Get to IndyCar. And in. gross jeans. Oh, 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 naughty, naughty boy. <laughs> Smack a teammate. Not good. We'll get to not that in just good. a moment. Um, we'll talk all things IndyCar right after this on the driver's seat. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Welcome back to the program. You can get involved. Remember? Remember? Cheese and rice. What time is it? Oh, yeah, 9.30. He's gone, folks. Seems remember. right. Just remember when. <laughs> uh, Sean Connery just decided to tell It did. I'll have a sausage sandwich. <laughs> and remember when. Um, yeah, remember, you can get the all-new driver's seat app. It's got podcasts, <laughs> interviews, news, and videos. It is a must for all motorsport fans. And as always, we do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. Before we talk IndyCar, we've got to get uh, a quick message from Frank from Preston. Because we, we did ask uh, about mm. Daniel Ricciardo's first team. Mm. And, uh, and Frank, yeah. your bloody legend from Preston, has come in and said, Hispania HRT team from 2010 was started by Adrian Campos from the Campos team in F2 and F3. Great show, lads. Loyal listener. Thank you mate. very much. Awesome, Frank. Thank Love you, your mate. work, Frankie. Legend. From Preston, not from Fukutani. Yes. Uh, right. Well done, Frank. Mm. Um but yes, uh, and I, that, that's what I love. We asked the question because, mm. well, we could have Googled it, but, you know, we, we ain't too smart mm. we couldn't be bothered. time of night. Um, and, uh, we couldn't be bothered. <laughs> We're too busy to looking you. at YouTube in the break. <laughs> and, uh, and Frank went and did the business there, so thank you very much for that. Hey, let's quickly talk IndyCar. 
Indiana Jones, that's so good. Yeah. Mimsy, you are on fire, son. The Indiana Jones, the Indy. How uh, good. But let's talk, uh, Scotty McLaughlin. All I'm doing is I'm trying, to, I'm trying to enjoy and listen to that intro, and all I'm hearing is snorting and giggling and lulling. <laughs> Matty, just turn your mic off I and just, shut up. I Let me enjoy it. I love it when Mimsy gets smart with that sort of stuff because you just got to think, you got to put your thinking hat on and for just, just go, a second. You go, what? You go, why is what? it this song? Why is it the Lost this? Ark? Ah, <laughs> oh, Indiana Indy. Jones, Indy. But let's get let's talk Indy because um, <laughs> Andy, Andy. <laughs> but uh, Scotty McLaughlin, he has scored his second career Indy car victory. What was that? <laughs> it was on Raiders of the Lost Cars. A little little Chinese kid going, Andy, Indy. <laughs> Sorry, keep going, Nimsy. Oh. Uh, Scotty McLaughlin, he picked up his second career IndyCar Series victory. He's moved back into the title fight in a very chaotic day at Mid-Ohio. Mm, it's mm. also a personal mm. milestone for Scotty Mack because this is his 50th win for Team Penske, if you include his, uh, super, oh, wow. his supercar stat. stats as well. So not mm, a bad great effort there. Snat. Great stat. Decent effort and there for the captain. Absolutely. And he was there, as were his parents. So great to see Scotty's parents yep. there. Uh, they're on a tour of America at the moment, I think for about two months or something. And mm. they were there when he got his second win. Which is fabulous. Now we've just got to get him. He's one on a street course. He's now one on a road course. All we've got to do is get him an oval. And I think he does get a million bucks. Oval. Oh, no, that went no, to, that that went went to uh, Joseph Newgarden. Anyway, we just got to get him winning on an oval now. But it's got to be a name for Newgarden that we could come up with. Yeah, we'll come up with one. Yeah. Um, what a race. What an entertaining race. Mm. And, and it all came down to really, or the big controversial thing we're talking about after Scotty's win was uh, Andretti Autosport. I mean, it was an absolute cluster you-know-what. It's actually like all four BJR cars smashing into each other for the whole race. And then calling each other names um, over the radio. To to give you some context, Rossi, who is leaving the team at the end of this year to go across to McLaren SP and Roman Grossjeans, hit each other twice through the side pod at the same corner. First one, they both lived to tell another few laps. Second time when they connected, they actually connected wheels, which fired gross jeans off into the fence and Rossi kept going. And gross jeans blew up deluxe on the radio, called him every name under the sun. It was hysterical. He gets a penalty for it, goes a lap down, comes back out. He's a lap down. This, yeah. this is the thing for me. Well, he's a he's lap, a down, lap right? down, So what you can win, you folks, when you go a lap down, unless there's a chance of doing, unless there's another thousand laps, there's no chance of you getting to the front unless you get a lucky dog or something like that, which you're not going to get in IndyCar. A lucky dog's when the safety car comes out and Correct. allows the lapped cars to, to pass come back around and prevalent gain in NASCAR. Lap. Yep. Prevalent in NASCAR. So anyway, he comes back out behind Devlin DeFrancesco, which is the third car of... Uh, Andretti Eldo Sport. And the team comes on the radio and says, don't go after Devlin. You are a lap down. The car behind him is chasing him. Stay where you are and protect him. Romar decided to take it upon himself and uh, pass Mm. Devlin. Uh, at which point the radio blew up again, (laughs) this time from the engineer saying, I told you not to pass him. In the meantime, a couple of laps earlier, he'd also sent championship contender Colton Herter to the fence. He did claim responsibility for that. So at the end, it was such a chaotic race that 
uh, Grice Jeans got out of his car, stormed off to his truck, his transporter, his hauler, with the helmet on, wouldn't speak to anyone. And then the big dog, the man whose name's across the top of the roof and the front door and the transporters, Michael Andretti, got all four drivers in together and apparently, I'm, I hear, gave them an absolute bollocking. <laughs> the who do you think you are type chat to all of these superstar drivers. So not all happy in the Andretti world of racing, but entertaining from a fan point of view, but shocking driver standards from all those guys. Anyway, heads, on a positive, boys. let's talk about Scotty Mack because yep. that was much better. But Scotty won. How but good Scotty was that? Won. And what do you think of his new uh, celebration? Yep, the little roly poly. Yeah. You know, it was uh, it wasn't accidental this time. It was it was <laughs> done on purpose, and it was forwards, not backwards. Yes, so, and controlled and controlled this time. Um, but just super. But how fast the Penske cars are all fast. How about Will Power, his teammate? Oh. He had a spin on the first lap to the back of the grid. Qualified horrible. Qualified horrible and yeah. drove back through to P3. Yeah. So I think just a super round for both of those guys. Mm. Great to see Scotty get a, his second win. Great to see Will Power get a get-out-of-jail-free card for the championship. He's doing really well in the championship. Third. Third in the championship. So mm. Scotty Max not out of it either. He's no. right there. Mm. Uh, it's exciting. It's Sorry, there's that, plenty I, of races I, left. I think there's about seven races left, maybe seven or eight races left. Something like that. I said he was third in the championship. I think he's, he's actually third in the race. I think second. He's second. I think he's second in the championship. In the championship. And that's with horrendous qualifying all year. Yep. But boy, he raced well. Mm. Will, new attitude this year. Again, normally he would get out and carry on like a two-bob watch if it hadn't gone his way, both in qualifying and the race. But very circumspect this year, very good. Mm. He's just staying very, very calm, piecing a championship together, and he's every chance to uh, and become a winner again. And Scotty Mack is really trying to he, – he studied Alex Palou's – or Palau, however you want to say it, who's the champion from last year. That was Alex's second year in the sport. Yes. Uh, in IndyCar. Can be done. Right, so Scotty Mack, second year now, and Scotty Mack has studied Alex Palau's uh, results to date mm -hmm. compared to Scotty, and he's really trying to emulate and do what he did. And that's basically doing what Will Power did, trying to finish all the races, have no issues, you know, don't make no mistakes. Consistency. And consistency, and he's doing that at the moment, which is great, you know, and, uh, and I think he's coming into a couple of tracks coming up now, which are very strong tracks for him, and we're looking forward to it. There's a track that I think he hasn't been to, which is quite a new track, um, and I heard that on the telecast, Lee Diffie was talking about that. So I must have to get online and have a look. But he's still very confident about what he can it's do probably there. Probably Barber, I'd have thought, maybe. Might be, yeah. Barber, I'd have thought. Um, and good to see Simona Di Silvestro, of course, the regular here in supercars, now with Porsche, but also doing some IndyCar stuff. Yeah. Yep. And she had a good race. Yeah. She, she did really, she she's really well. She's also back so. on the grid. But, uh, yeah, it is great to see. Scotty Mack uh, get his third podium of the season and second win too, and mm. even better too to see his folks uh, celebrate with him. But uh, you're listening to seventh the... in the championship. He is doing very so. good there. Mm. Uh, you're listening to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. It's a driver's seat. As always, we do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Just some quick news locally here. Um, um, the, we're 
Super Two. We were talking about Super Two and uh, wild cards and this and that and how many how many times people should be spending in the feeder categories to get their Super License. Well, uh, there's going to be a very very big change next year with the Mustang and ZB mm. Commodore added to Super Two. It's going to be it's going to be huge. Well, they were going to have to. I mean, yeah. let's, let's be real. Where else were they going to go? Yep, exactly right. It's not like you can put them in any other category. So I mean, whilst it's news and it's good news and it means that. Everything I suppose currently in Super Two, Stevie J gets dropped down to potentially Super Three. No, no, no. no they're, they're still going to. They're all staying. Well, any, for anything how long? that's what, a car of the future. Yeah. Anything that is fundamentally the same as what has been running now. So you've you've got the transaxle, uh, the same configuration. Mm. Um, you know, FGX and that they're still all eligible for Super Two. Right. Okay. And they're going to stay that way because if, essentially it's just the aero. Right. That's different. So it was always going to happen, Nimsy. They they were always going to have to go somewhere. Um, and some say the aero in the previous cars, especially the FGX, is actually better than the Mustang. There you go. Right. Some say. Mm. Well, some it, it, might say. This is kind mm. of this some also... Frenchman might say. <laughs> some little French engineer, maybe, because mm. it wouldn't be Roman. No, it's not Roman. Roman wouldn't say that. <laughs> no. <laughs> He'd well, just call everyone an idiot. Yeah. This is kind of good too because, like, there's a lot of Super Two teams and even Super Three teams that might be happy to just sort of go, no, no, no. We're, well, we can't really. We haven't got the resources to buy any mm. Mustang or buy a ZB Commodore to be a part of this series. They might, we might step out. Whereas if you can continue to keep your um, your machinery that you got right now, yeah, or have the option to to you know, upgrade to a Mustang or a ZB, that's pretty good, I reckon. Do you know what's going to cause the upgrade? Is if the Mustangs come, if you if you're running an Altima now or you're running a whatever you run, um, if the current Crop ZB and Mustangs come down, and they start belting everybody. Oh yeah! Then every then everyone will upgrade. You watch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if they come in and they're not as competitive, or you know they're there or thereabouts, the current guys mm. in the VFs will probably stick with their VFs. But if if these ZBs and and Mustangs come in and whack everyone, you watch. But you know the good thing about that is, or or the current. Uh, crop of Super 2 cars, mm -hmm. and we saw it with the Kostekis a few years ago, mm -hmm. you can quite easily just rebody your car to the new shape and you it's, and it's right. yeah. still the same underneath. So yep. it would be a much cheaper way. It, it, I mean, it's it's not cheap to do. I think they still said it was a yep. hundred and something thousand dollars to do it mm. roughly mm. Uh, for them. So, uh, but it is a lot cheaper than obviously having to buy a brand new car, which I'm thinking... These cars are still going to be selling for four, five, six hundred thousand dollars. The current crop of cars. Yep. Wow. Yep. Even in on a used car market. Yep. Yep. Five hundred. Mm -hmm. Wow. Especially if you're talking, I would imagine DJR, uh, Tickford, and Triple Eight cars. Aren't they sold though? The DJR Mustangs, aren't they? And not necessarily well, well, I know to the teams. one sold. Yeah. Well, one went to Anderson. Yep. But yep. Aren't, is there not? I think there's chats yeah, about I, two that yeah, are I think, maybe going overseas. No, no, I don't. I don't believe that. No, I think they're staying local. Yep, absolutely. Right. Okay. So I wonder if what you were saying before about the current ZB Commodores owned of Triple Eight owned by Peter Zibris. Yeah. I wonder if Pete is maybe looking at doing a, a Super Two, two program. Team. Yep. For next absolutely. year, absolutely. That's that's that would make sense. But yeah. then he's got four cars. Yeah, he does have two four drivers. Cars, you know. <laughs> well. Two drivers currently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I got a sneaking on. Just another side note. I got a sneaking suspicion that that it's not all roses and kisses and cuddles with Chris Pither either. 
Really? No. Shout out to my little friend. <laughs> well, we hope we we, yeah. we, we, we hope that uh, he gets some good results at Townsville. But um, that... hey, Nimsy, you know what we won't see in Super Two next year? It's an AU Falcon. No, nah, won't see that. Sorry, mate. What happened to that touring car? It sounds like Barry Bozo, doesn't it? In a way. It does, Barry. It does. A what do you bit. think, Barry? Well, my honest opinion is have some <laughs> balls and do it yourself. Oh, wrong Barry. My bad. Wrong Barry. Ah. I was thinking about Barry's thought on, you know, recently. Oh, I didn't, I didn't well, give you my scoop on Barry wrong. Oh, yeah, quickly. Well, no, have we no, got time, it'll, Nims? No, it'll have to wait because we'll do it after the break here oh, on the driver's okay. seat. Back with yes. more straight Listen after Listen closely, folks. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. Thanks for joining us on the driver's seat. And a big thank you to Aaron Noonan for joining us on the program. We got a little bit of time before we got to up sticks and get out of here. So, Stevie Scoop, are you making My, a return? Yeah. This My is scoop. this is the the off track thing that I'm mm. basically refusing to do now. Well, <laughs> is has been thrown over to you, flick past to Johnson, flick past go, through. give it to me. I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> well, you know how we've been uh, listening to a little bit of Barry Ryan and and his contract talks and. And what's going on, Nims? You, you play a few grabs with drivers. Here. Yeah, with My drivers. My honest opinion is have some balls and do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, well, I'm hearing, and normally it's fairly common knowledge that most teams do their contract stuff September one. Right. Right. So okay. that's, that's well, when they usually peek behind the curtain. I didn't you know, realise that. Roughly. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, mean, I might have been speaking to one one of his drivers, or or heard of one of his drivers mm-hmm. that. He wants to bring it forward. He wants to bring the contract negotiation forward because of all the innuendo about what's happening. So, and Will Brown, right then. Maybe. Right, eh? There you go. There's a nice little cheeky one uh, on the way through. So, there you go. It's funny there how feeling the pressure wants to bring it forward to rule out any yeah. of the innuendo that's going on. And Kimbo from Bayes. On Stevie Johnson, he started this thing and <laughs> people are just doing it everywhere. <laughs> and Kimbo, we're absolutely on the Red Cordial and the Bundaberg Ginger Beer. I won't be- that's it. We'll see you next oh. week. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.